Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. Thank you for listening. And we are talking today about the book Wild at Heart. We are in week three of a four-week series covering the, the big picture of this book. And today we're talking about an adventure to live. And I want to mention one more new sponsor of our show, uh, the leading cause of death among children under the year age of four is drowning. And uh, Sue Ann Coralia. Coralia. Sue Ann Coralia is a registered nurse, but also a certified ISR self rescue instructor, which means if a child is fully clothed, she can teach them if they ever fall into a body of water that they can float and survive. Uh, for for small children. And if you've ever seen video on it, it's very powerful. So we thank her for being a sponsor. And if you want to go to her website, you can go to isrkentucky.com, isrkentucky.com, or you can call her at 502-693-7934, 502-693-7934. That may be a good Christmas present, grandparents, to buy your children. You know, Chad, when you're talking about Sue Ann, and she's a dear friend, almost like my sister, uh, she took a risk. I mean, we're talking about this whole thing, taking a risk and stepping out to the adventure of God. God has an adventure for each of us, and we're to walk by faith. We're to not, you know, not by sight, but by, by, by faith. And uh, she left the RN you know, world and said, I, God is calling me to do, to help parents, help grandparents be able to save a drowning kid, eight, eight months old. Um, and I'm just, I just marvel at that. Eight months old, throw a fully uh, clothed baby in the water, and she can teach that kid how to survive. And uh, Trent, you mentioned in, in the break a quote by John Eldridge about trust. Share, share that with us, will you please? Yeah, he, he, comes, he comes back, and again, he's talking about risks. Risk, good risks toward your desire mm-hmm. is that stuff that really brings your heart alive. Yes, that you know that that stuff that we all again kind of get kind of get juiced about, and he says this. He says the risk we are willing to take reveal what we really believe about God and how much we trust Him. If I mean, if we really believe that He's going to take us through and He's got a plan for our life, then why aren't we taking those risks? Why why aren't we putting ourselves out there again? Most of us like our comfort. And we want to make sure, you know, we've everything's settled and, and we, we're kind of controlling life. Um, and he says, no, if you really want to live life, give control over to me. If you're willing to do that, I'll take you on an adventure and it'll make you come alive. Just trust me. But, but many times what we do is we, what Elder says, we can lose our soul long before we die. Hmm. And... uh Bill, we talked in the break about how do we, um, you know, you took that risk. God was calling you to leave corporate world and to go into full-time ministry. And that doesn't, uh, when we're talking about this risk and stepping out in faith, it doesn't mean we're all going to go into full-time ministry. Right. Um, But there's always, uh, many times when we step out, there's always something, a a battle before us, a struggle in some way. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's the the natural... uh, reaction to when you have that much pain or there's something that that feels wrong is that I've gone the wrong way. You know, if you're driving on the road and you're on the highway and all of a sudden you hear that that's your your tires are going off the road. You you're you're making the wrong choice. No one will say, "Oh, I this is the path. I'm just going to go ahead and keep flying off." We have some guard some guardrails and some safety there. But just because it's bumpy or because even 
even if it's worse than bumpy. I mean, think about the apostles. Think about beatings and stonings and all these different things. They weren't on the wrong path. And a, an analogy that always comes up with me is that whenever you're hiking, if you're doing deep woods, backpacking, or hiking, there's these things called cairns that are left out there. And a cairn is a pile of stones. It's usually made out of something that's natural in there because you don't want to disturb the natural habitat. But if you're on a backcountry trail, it's not well weathered and worn. And so you can't, if you, if you go to one of the forests around here and you get on a trail, you can tell where the trail is because you've got all this grass and you've got a pretty nice, well-kept thing. Well, if you do some, some mountain hiking or some backcountry hiking, you can't see those because mm-hmm. it's not there. But what they'll do and what other hikers will do is just about as far as you can see away, there'll be a pile of rocks that doesn't match the landscape. And so you know that somebody made that for you and that's your guidepost. And so all you know is that from here to there, I've got to get to that next one. And then when you make it to that one, you'll see the next place to go. But the, that adventure in between and what it looks like, it's always rough. But if you're, if you're going and going and going and there's no cairns, there's no, there's no things there, that's when you got to stop and you got to take a check and see, is this guy, God, am I on the right path? But if you hear that, yep, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking, then you can you will see the truth of what that looks like. Many times, you know, when we step out in faith and we sense the call of God, the, the God's quiet voice whispering in our heart, whispering in our soul to take this step of faith, whatever it may be. It, it might be an adoption. It might be to change jobs. We talked to, uh, before the show about a dear friend who's going to be on the show today. Right. And he went to the wild at heart. And what happened, Trent? He... Ultimately, he quit his job. He just quit his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he quit his job. But it was it was one of those. It was a good risk. He just he just felt called. This is not what this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. These are not the longings of my desire. The desires of my heart are right. not matching up here. Right. And so he quits his job. And then what <laughs> what happens? So he quits his job, takes another job, which ends up not being what he thought it was going to be. So he's kind of disappointed. But then another job opens up that he's excited about like really excited about. So he applies for this job, and he gets it. But the only reason he's able to get that job is because his short stint in the job he didn't like gave him the qualifications to apply for the job he loved. If he stays in his original job, he's not qualified based, yeah. based on their qualifications to take the job he loves. And it's so, that same thing of, of, I don't like this. And so if he had just said, oh, this really isn't the desire of my heart, I must have made a mistake instead of leaning on God. He would right. have walked. Right. Um, it's, it's, the, it's the questions that we're asking ourselves during, the, during those times of struggle. Um, and the questions are either, why did you lead me down this path? This is not, this is not it. This, I should have stayed where I was. Or we can ask, God, what are, you, what are you trying to teach me here? What is it you're wanting to work on me about? What is it I need to give up? What is it I need to, I need to do? If we change the question, it changes our whole perspective on the struggles that we're going through. Now, it's easy, it's easy to sit here and say that today because I'll leave today and something will happen and I'm sure I'll get upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, if, if, we can, if we can change our mind to ask that question instead, God, what are you doing here? That you're working on me somewhere. Reveal it to me. Really, it, it goes back to are we asking the right questions? Yeah. And saying, Lord, what, and, 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 you know, how, not, how can I be comfortable? Not, how, what's the easiest path here? Not, what is the most convenient? Not, 
how can we gain how can I gain more pleasure with this it's really Lord what are you up to what what am I to learn from this and uh, that's a whole new perspective oh yeah oh gosh and and um, you talked about I'll use your example you you talked about um, a long time ago when you decided to go into uh, pastoral ministry leaving something you were very comfortable with well obviously it it, it brought about a lot of change for you and a lot of growth for you and opened up all kinds of new horizons for you. But I'll speak from experience as as a guy who was in your men's ministry, how much your uh, willingness to risk has affected hundreds and thousands of other men. You know, Eldridge, another example. Eldridge chooses to, to leave his corporate world to start this ministry. Not only does it change him, but the thousands of men that it has changed uh, because of that. So it's that ripple effect um, that, that occurs because one guy says, I'm going to take a risk. One guy says, I'm going to follow the desire you've put on my heart. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's what Eldridge is, is talking about. Listeners, I, ho- I hope you hear the still, small voice of God saying to you here's your next step and i and we want to encourage you take that next step um reach out um to maybe some other godly counsel we we, we bill was there an, another person involved that you bounced this off of that you trusted that was god-fearing that was a holy spirit filled man that could guide you and kind of help you with that process yeah there was a i had a barnabas in my life and we prayed through this together and really sought god and looked for those those guideposts those cairns along the way of not saying well god if it's if this is your will let the fleece be wet and the ground be dry kind of things but they were pretty close and just looking for validation uh, because these are huge steps of going in. And I think a lot of times as men, or at least maybe I'm just talking about for Bill, for me, whenever I see that guidepost, I can, oh, I want to know how to get there. I'll just take off running. And God's like, whoa, 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 hold on now. I got a little bit of different path I want for you. And so being able to see that and watch that is, is important to where you have that two by two guy. That's cool. It's, it's that trusting the next step. Again, Abraham, I'm taking you off. Don't know where you're where I'm going, but I'll, but I'll go that way. And he says, Elder says, a man is never more a man than when he embraces an adventure that's beyond his control. Or when he walks into a battle, he isn't sure about winning. Mm, that's good. We're going to take a break, come back in our fourth and final segment, and uh, we're going to put a nice little neat bow on this whole big thing of called following God. And that's not true because we laugh about that. But, you know, a prayer that I would challenge you to pray is, Lord, Take me to a place that I would not or could not go unless you were going with me. Mm. That's a prayer that we need to be praying in our life for this risk and this adventure. So we're going to come back on our fourth and final segment and talk more about the adventure that God has planned for us on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and final segment of Solid Steps Radio today. Uh, We are talking about the book Wild at Heart. A book you will either love or hate, uh, <laughs> depending on. <laughs> it's one of those books that just stir up something in you, and I would encourage you if you start to read it and hate it, that may be for a good reason. Press on and and continue to read. I want to read a, a segment here. We've talked in the past three segments about an adventure to live. 
that we are not called to live a boring life. And that doesn't mean say, hey, honey, watch this on the top of your roof doing something stupid adventure. We're talking about going with God and listening to the call of his voice and walking in life with in step with God. And, and Eldritch writes here, before the moment of Adam's greatest trial, God provided no step-by-step plan, gave no formula for how he was to handle the whole mess. What God did offer Adam was friendship. He wasn't left alone to face life. He walked with God in the cool of the day, and there they walked. They talked about love and marriage and creativity, what lessons he was learning, and what adventures were to come. The only way to live in this adventure with all of its dangers and unpredictability and immensely high stakes is an ongoing intimate relationship with God. You know, that is the, that is the key. I mean, Bill and Trent, both of you, are walking with God. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean you're making your bat in a thousand. It doesn't mean you, you, you get up every day and there's no sin in your life. It, it, what it means is you are in, in the adventure that God has called you guys to is first and foremost is you must walk with God, mm. and uh, which is critical. But what I want to ask you guys, how do we keep the adventure in front of us because we are as men for for many of us we we are we lean towards what is safe we lean in towards what is secure we lean into what is going to give me pleasure rather than leaning into the great adventure how do we keep that spirit i, I think one thing we have to realize is that every day is not necessarily going to be an adventure. <laughs> that you know, you know. I mean, some some days are just it's just a day. Yeah. We go to work. We do what we're supposed to do. Nothing. You know, God's not calling from the mountaintops. That we. I mean, some days are are just days. Yes. Um, but I, it goes back to the questions we're asking ourselves and and how are we approaching things. One thing that. Um, that I do that that John talks about in his uh, the field manual that goes along with the book is uh, sometimes just a casual adventure, and maybe that's just a weekend, maybe that's a maybe that's a day mm-hmm. um, where you are doing something that brings your heart alive. Um, uh, for me, it is something outdoors, what what whatever it is, um, and so maybe it's a day where uh, you know my wife encourages me, which she does more often than probably. I actually take advantage of is uh, to just get out, go hike, throw up an Eno, take a book, uh, and just be out in God's creation and, and listen to God. Um, that being outside really makes me come alive. Uh, and so doing those types of things, camping, whatever it might be, uh, just a casual adventure and then see what God's got for you. He will talk to you. Yeah, yeah, um you mentioned that you started doing 20 some years ago with a bunch of buddies you go for a camping weekend and when your wife heather read this book what was her comment yeah Yeah. so so yeah i had been i had been going already for a few years and it's a group of uh, friends from college that we meet every spring in camp um and sometimes especially when the kids are little that's um that's difficult on the wife you leave at home with three little kids uh, you know, to corral. You don't know anything about that, Chad, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was, so I was going on, going on one of my camping weekends. Well, well, Heather read the book and not long after I did. 
And when she gets done reading the book, she brings it back to me. And the first thing she says to me as she hands back the book is, now I know why you need to go camping. (laughs) Uh, Which, those of you who are married know, it speaks volumes to you when your wife is behind your desires Mm -hmm. and and your wife is cheering you on your you taking opportunities to grow you taking opportunities to go on an adventure Mm. when you get her support wow so so you took the adventure that john eldridge uh provided to take a whole a week or a weekend in colorado And, and again that was my wife I had, I had I had finished reading the book. I had finished reading the book, um, and he, he so he does these wild at heart boot camps. It's like a four day uh, uh, event out in Colorado, and it is it's so popular. It's it's um, a lottery to get chosen. So I had I had kind of mentioned you know one of these days I would love to go, and uh, so Heather says, well you ought to you ought to try to go and well i can't it's in august which in education like that's the busiest time of year for me is getting ready for school that kind of stuff um so unbeknownst to me she submits my name to the lottery and in june or so i get uh i get an email hey you're you're welcome to come to wild heart boot camp so i go to her first and and she says oh yeah put your name in <laughs> so so now i have to go ask my boss uh, you know, this is happening the weekend before teachers show up, busiest time of the year. Hey, I really need to go do this. And thankfully, she she said, yes, go go ahead and go. So, yeah, I, I go to Colorado to the boot camp, transformational weekend. And, and, um, and it was so powerful. You were had some alone time, and you were, God is really speaking to you, really on, on this whole theme of what we've been talking about. Right. And you asked God for something. So I get done with uh, about an hour of quiet time um powerful just one of those kind of mountaintop experiences and i and they're ringing the dinner bell it's time to go eat well i stand up and i'm about a half mile away from from where we're eating and i and i stood up and i said aloud i said god i want to know that this time was as real as i think it was i want to see a moose so i just throw it out there (laughs) so i get up and i start walking back towards uh, the mess hall, so to speak. And within 30 seconds, I uh, look down to my left and there's kind of this creek area about 300 yards away. And there is a huge bull moose staring right at me. <laughs> so being the adventure, I run down towards it. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I had, uh, thankfully I had an iPhone uh, you know, and I, I pull it out and try to take a couple of pictures and take a little video of what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, th- I threw it out there, threw out my fleece. God, I, make it happen. And he did in a big way. Um, unbelievable moment. One you will never forget. I'll never forget it. No. My moose moment, as, as it's known around the house. <laughs> uh, I, You'll tell your, your kids know it. Your grandkids one day will know oh, it. Oh, they'll know it, yeah. Uh, that's, they'll know it. You know, um, you guys, as we, as we wrap up this sec- segment and, uh, and the whole show, first of all, thanks for coming in. Thanks for your willingness to live the life of adventure. 
Um, because, Bill, not only did God call you out of corporate and into the pastorate, but then God calls you in, in, out of the pastorate and go back into corporate. Back into corporate again. And um, the life of adventure. But would you choose anything differently? I would say no. But in my flesh, I would say, oh, yeah. Give me just the, it's the whole matrix. Give me the blue pill. Just let me go back to sleep mm. and go in. Because sometimes it's tough. And pain is real and struggle is real. But, man, when those things all line up, and whenever God does start to talk to you and you know you're walking in him, there's nothing better. Yeah. Nothing better. I, I love what John Ortberg says. If you want to walk on water, if you want the adventure <laughs> of walking, you got to get out of the boat. Mm-hmm. And uh, listeners, I hope that you hear us saying get out of the boat so that you can walk with God and, and see the, the unbel- unbelievable things that he has for you. Uh, thanks for co- coming in, guys. No, that's uh, fantastic. Thanks, love, Kirk, love it. it. Love, love you guys' hearts. Trent, would you close us a prayer and help us uh, pr- just pray that we would be men who would live, take a step of faith and live with solid risk Amen. before yes, God, sir. the adventure. Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for the day you've put in front of us, uh, and thank you for the days to come. Um, thank you for what we've been able to learn from the days we've already experienced. God, I, ju- I just pray for... Uh, the men out there, God, who are listening, um, God, that you would stir in them mm-hmm. the desires of the heart. Unfortunately, sometimes we don't even know what it is that we want. Uh, God, reveal that to us uh, in a way that um, makes it indisputable that, that it has come from you. Um, I just pray, God, that you will continue to, to put men in our path that are going to encourage us, uh, to challenge us, but encourage us, God, to, to follow uh, what you've laid out in front of us. And God, I pray that it, uh, more than anything, we'll be willing to take the risk, God, and, and in that, trust you and you only. Mm. We love you, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Bill. You know, we're talking about adventure. It reminds me of the conversation in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that Susan was talking with the the beaver, and she's they were talking about Aslan, who's representative of God in it. And she asks, is he safe? And the beaver said, oh, no, he's not safe, but he is good. And that spirit of God, we are created in his image. And that spirit of adventure is because it's in us that we're trying to sometimes mute and the world's trying to mute is actually put there by the adventurous God who created us. So listen to his voice and let's go out on that adventure, guys, and walk solidly with him uh, through Jesus Christ. So we thank you for listening. Pass this along to someone who needs to hear it, which is everyone, uh, a guy in your life who you love and care about. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time and next week on our final week covering Wild at Heart on Solid Steps Radio. With every step.